With the 14th pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Romeo Langford, Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, Tremont Waters, Vincent Poirier, Javante Green, Robert Williams III, Jimmy Ogilvy, Brad Wanamaker, Daniel Tice, Dennis Cantor, Taco Falls, Marcus Smart, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, from the University of Connecticut. Welcome back to From the Rafters, presented by Bannertown USA. I'm here with Sam from Parquet Press yet again. What's going on? It's becoming a regular now on the podcast. And it's a good time, though. I always like recording. It's always yeah, fun. it's a blast. Um, so I thought we'd start out with uh, what got me pretty heated when I was watching the Lakers game the other night. Those refs, man, the refs in the NBA in general lately have just been awful. God-awful. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Tatum got pushed. Yeah. Brown, Brown was inbounds. inbounds. Yep. Um, I mean the goal ten, but then they at least at least they stayed. Um, they stayed on. On that, um, you know, they went by what they called against. Yeah. They called it both ways on the goal ten. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, then you have like. I'm sorry, that was the weakest foul I've ever seen called on LeBron James. Like, when Brown, like, went up, like, that was the weakest foul call I've ever seen in my life. He, he barely touched him in the arm. J, uh, James gets that foul call. It's ridiculous. Um, you know what I was pissed about was the goaltend, right? Yeah. They they called the goaltend. The Celtics played on and put the ball back in. And then they waved it off. And then they did a jump ball. Yeah, like, why dude. is that a jump ball? They scored the basket afterwards. If you didn't call it, then... I don't know, man. Uh, so frustrating. It just seemed like the refs didn't know what they were doing. Like, they just kept going back on everything they said and, like, help. I mean, I know that obviously they didn't because, like, I don't think anything like this would ever happen in the NBA, but it just felt like they were helping the Lakers any chance they got. It's tough. Um, I mean, the Celtics definitely made some mistakes at the end, but uh, according to Forsberg... NBA's last two-minute reports says Riffs pitched a perfect game yeah. over the last two minutes. Okay, guys. I well, don't know if you he, saw that. but he, I saw that, too. But you got to remember that out-of-bounds thing was before two minutes happened. That um, I don't know if the goaltend was, but I, like most of this happened with like four, like five, four, three minutes left in the game. The last two minutes were just whatever, but I don't know. It was just frustrating to watch. Uh, and then another thing that annoyed me was... um. Gosh, I can't remember. Oh, LeBron and Davis just seemed like they could complain about any call and just get it reversed for them. Like, they just complained about everything and it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then Stevens got a tech. Yeah, that pissed me off so much, too. They mentioned it on the broadcast. Like, it was it was a national broadcast, so we didn't have Tommy and Scal and everybody, but or Gorman. But, like, even those announcers were like, you got one of the nicest guys in the league, and, like, you're punishing him for saying one thing when any other coach could complain and not get a tech for that. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was pretty awful. <laughs> um, especially, like, I saw a lot yesterday. People talked about Lou Williams when he flipped out. Mm-hmm. Um Remember when he got fouled on the three and they waved it off? Yeah, yeah, I remember he that. Yelling. He he didn't get teched for that. Dude, but it, he should have got teched so quick. Uh, he, like, was screaming in the ref's face. Brad Steven literally complained about a call, like, a warranted complaint because it was crap and got a T. Like, 
it, it just seemed like the Lakers were getting everything that they wanted in that game. I mean, when they were, I think the Celtics were up two and they had the ball, or or at least one. They were up one. They had the lead with like thirty seconds, or no, like fifty seconds, and they mm-hmm. like Hayward pushed it down the floor and took a layup and missed. But like, I, I don't know why they didn't slow the ball up there. That doesn't make sense. You know, you have a lead, yeah. time's ticking. Take some time off. I don't know, man. And what else pissed me off was when um, I think it was Davis missed the second free throw with, like, 13 seconds left, and we pushed the ball up. Marcus Smart should have passed that ball so much faster. He, like, held on to it for way too long. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the play again, but, um, you know, they might have been in the passing lanes or yeah. something like that. And that offensive foul was just, like, the 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 cherry on top. Like, are you kidding me? Like, get get out of here, dude. <laughs> that was ridiculous. They just Brutal those refs, man. Ugh. It was so a great game, but like, yeah. I know. Oh, you know what? We were one piece away. If only we had, you know, maybe a star point card or something. We maybe we should get one of those. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. definitely would have helped, especially like at the end of the game when they started double teaming Tatum. They Facts. can't do that when Kemba's playing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, all these Lakers fans are like, oh, you guys, you don't mean anything. First of all, we beat you by, like, 30-plus a couple weeks ago. Second of all, we were missing our, I guess at this point, maybe second-best player. But uh, coming into the season, our best player on the roster, you guys were at full strength, and we're depending on Grant Williams, who's a solid player, but a rookie to play minutes down the stretch because we don't have a full team. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to make excuses because we did make our mistakes. We lost the game fair and square as much as the refs pissed me off. But, like... We weren't at full strength that game. It was clear. You know, I thought Tice was great. And I say this every time, but he's really great. He's been so great the past two games. Every time I'm on this podcast, I always say how great Tice is. And he is. He's, dude, do you catch him in the Wolves game the other day? Yeah, he's the man. That was insane. He had like, oh God, I don't remember the exact sound. It was like 25 and 16 or something absurd. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, dude. He had 16 and 9 yesterday. I mean, he's been playing really well. He's such just, a, like, a solid piece. He's exactly what we need. I think, I forget who said it, but I know Brad Stevens was quoted saying, with a team with this many superstars and, like, star power players on the team, they need someone who, like, just compliments them well, and the people who compliment them well are going to get all the minutes, and Daniel Tice is the perfect compliment for every other guy on this team. Yeah, absolutely. He's, like, he's been... Nothing short of expectations at all. He's been really what he's exceeded expectations. Yeah, exactly. Year. He's averaging like, one point four blocks, like, and he's six eight. How, like, what else do you want to ask from the guy? Yeah, I mean, look at the box score. Hayward was not as good as I thought he was yesterday. Yeah, he, I thought he had a really like, decent game, but he was five fifteen. Yeah, no, he missed points. some shots. He he wasn't he wasn't awful, but it, it was one of Hayward's down nights for sure. He can have really good nights and really bad nights. It was it was just average. I mean, eight rebounds and nine assists isn't bad, though. Wanamaker was brutal. Our bench the past two games has been horrible. I did the math. I was talking to my dad, and I did the math. Out of our 112 points, our starters scored 101. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it's insane. I don't know what they're going to do because they, they do like the bench, but... I feel like it's going to cut down in the playoffs really hard. Like, eight-man rotation maximum. 
Yeah, like but 11 who, guys played yesterday. Exactly, but who were those eight guys? That's the thing. Like, I think it'll it depend. probably depends. Because you got Rob coming back soon, hopefully. Yeah, he's supposed to come back. Is he traveling on this trip? I don't know. I think know. he's with us. Yeah, I think he's with us on the West. But he, it's like March 3rd, I think, is the date people are throwing around. Against the Nets, I think, right? Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be at that game. I'm, I think I might go to that game, too, if I can find something to go with. I might grab some ticket, buy some tickets and go. Um, But, dude, I don't know, like, who do you like off our bench? Like, if you had to pick three guys to play off our bench. Or, you know what, let me, let me rephrase that. I think Smart and Cantor, like, when we're fully healthy, are a given. Like, they'll obviously get minutes. Who is, like, if we were to run, like, an eight- or nine-man rotation, who would be the next two guys up that you would pick? Well, I feel like Cantor's situational, like, yesterday... Played yeah. five minutes. He's minus six. Like he couldn't do anything. He, he had a rough game yesterday. But like the first time they played the Lakers, he was really great. So I don't exactly. see what the problem was. I uh, think Tice, uh, Williams, like Rob, when he comes back, and Cantor are going to all combine for the center minutes. So I feel feel like saying they're bench guys doesn't really count as much because I think obviously Tice will probably get the most minutes in most scenarios. But like Williams, Cantor, and him will like rotate in and out when necessary. So. When I say bench guys, I guess I mean more like will semi play, will want to make her play, Williams Langford, like I don't know. Um it's probably matchup a lot. Yeah. Uh Romeo's probably not gonna play a lot in the playoffs. I would agree. He's he's looks okay though. He looks solid. No, he was solid yesterday. Uh he missed free throws. Yeah, that was rough. Can't miss free throws. They miss, they've been missing a lot of free throws. Tatum too. Wait. Yeah, Tatum had 15 three free throws yesterday. Yeah, wait, yesterday he was great, though. What the hell? 13 they missed seven free throws yesterday. Yeah. That's a difference maker. Huge, huge difference maker. I mean, you know, the like, Lakers missed 12, so... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about to say yeah. they missed a lot. We were solid from three. 38% from three. That's a decent game for us. It just didn't come through in the end, I guess. We played so well yesterday. Like, I'm so genuinely proud of our team. We played so well. Yeah, they and they like we say they didn't have Kemba. Yeah. You know, I, I don't really like excuses. Like I think they should have won the game regardless. Yeah, exactly, I agree. But, so like, I mean, it is what it is. I uh, think R- it, Rondo was really good for them yesterday, Rondo. dude. Some of those passes he was throwing up was crazy. People complain about him all the time. Like I don't watch the Lakers. Don't get me wrong, but like yeah, I mean, he was solid, man. He looked good. He I would take a solid him player. Back. Yeah, I would take him back for Wanamaker. Facts. He'd fit in real well. I don't know, man. I, I think yesterday proved that the Celtics can hang with anybody, no matter what. Like, Tatum, I guess this transition is the next thing. Tatum, Tatum's a superstar, man. He, he's incredible. Yeah. Well, one thing about the Celtics is, and I've, I've said this before, too, is they play to their competition regardless if it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. So when when you see them go to L.A. yesterday, you knew they were going to come to play. Um, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't really know if they were going to win or not, especially with Kemba not being in. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, they 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 should have won. They kicked ass the sure. last three quarters. Really, that first quarter really screwed them. It, I, that's the storyline from earlier this season. We always suck in the first uh, first quarter. We've picked it up lately. Like we've been playing really 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 good basketball lately. Like the Rockets game and I guess this game. But I'm, I'm not even complaining about this game. That Rockets game is the only blemish on our record since that rough stretch in January. That Rockets game, man. We've that had- was some. Grade A fuckery. We fell into the you. trap. We fell into the trap. Do you see? Like I saw some guy tweet like that. Like the Spurs are the most annoying team to play, 
and I quoted it and I said, you ever play the Rockets? Yeah, I did. I think I retweeted that or I liked it or yeah. something. That was funny. They're just like, they play such a, I don't want to compliment it because it annoys me, but like, it's so good. Like the way Harden and Russ can just get any call, like they're in the ref's mind. Like that's not an excuse. That's like props to you. Like you play such good basketball that you can just get the refs to call it. Like you know how to, how to like up fake so you get your defender off your feet like that's talent i'm not complaining that's talent harden and russ are so good at what they do i don't i don't know if is it talent like it's definitely a skill but like i don't know i mean it's hard to it's hard to deny that it's a talent after james harden has won an mvp playing like that that's my thing he did win mvp two years ago two years ago the year before Giannis, he was mvp was he really? Yeah, dude. I don't even remember that. I don't know, because I think he should have won. Honestly, let me let me tell you this. The past three years, James Harden has been amazing, and the one year he won MVP, I think, was his worst year out of the three, which is so ironic. Like, last huh. year, last year, I think he should have won it over Giannis. The year before, he did win it, and the year before that, I think he should have won it over Russ, but Russ averaged a triple-double, so you can't do anything about that. Huh. I can't believe he won MVP. Yeah, dude, he's he's great. He's, he's brutal. He's one of the guys. I saw someone say this. So, like, you think back into the years, like last year, who who's up for the best player in the world debate? It's LeBron, Harden, and Giannis, probably right. Like, they're up there. Top three. I don't even put Harden up there. Really? Like, I don't know. He, so he's good, but is he like, in your he's top not five. He, top five. Uh, let's see. I think he's, have, he's clearly. You have to have. Five. I think you gotta have LeBron, Giannis, uh, Durant, yeah, um, Davis. Okay. Uh, Harden. Yes. I think I think Harden wraps. I guess up. maybe. I'm just trying to think. My thing is, he's been the only anybody. player besides you could say LeBron. Actually, last year I don't think LeBron was in the conversation for being the best player because he didn't play. I don't think he was in the conversation last year. No, I don't think so. So for the past five years, Harden has been the only person in the conversation for top five players. Like the only person. Like Durant, yeah. But like Harden has been in the MVP race top three for the past three years. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know. Oh, so impressive. Like he takes a lot of shots. He doesn't always shoot a high percent. He gets a lot of free throws. Like, going to the basket, I guess it's a skill to draw fouls. But, like, I don't – I know I complained about this when they played them, but I don't like the fouls in the three. Like, you should have yeah, to get no. hammered for it to be a foul. I, I or, or, like, they need to change the rule that it has to be a natural shooting motion. Like, you know they have the thing where you can't kick your leg yeah. out? Like, they yeah. should have it so you can't jump it. I agree. I think – I mean, Kemba does it too. I feel like Kemba does it differently though. Like, no, I I still don't think Kemba should be able to do it. Like, even when Kemba does it, like, I don't like double standards. So I, I'm real about this. Like, I don't think. Okay. If if they don't call the foul and the shot you're taking looks ridiculous, it should not be a foul. I got you on that one. I feel like the difference between Kemba and Harden is that Harden will have a defender in front of him and jump into the defender. While most of the time Kemba does it, it's like he comes off a tight screen and the defender kind of comes around and hits Kemba in the back, so he's moving forward. You know what I mean? I feel like that's yeah. No, I know what you mean. It it is a little. It's a little different. And like, I guess you could you could say Kemba's way is like more respectable, but like, I don't know. You you just don't take shots. I don't know. It's just not a natural shot. No, I agree. Take. Like if I was playing 2K, right? Uh-huh. 
and I pump fake on the three, I'm not going to shoot when the guy jumps. I feel I'm going to shoot when he comes down so I have an open shot. I guess. But, like, I don't, I don't know. know. It's just No, I know what you're saying, though. It's definitely whack. It's just, like... Definitely. It's... I don't know. It, it's tough. I will say, though, the past four years, or I won't count this year, the three years before this year, these are hard in stat line. Last year, he averaged 36, 7.5, and 6.5, and, and didn't win MVP. The year before that, he averaged 39, and 5, and won MVP. And the year before that, he averaged 29, 11, and 8, and didn't win MVP. Those are some crazy stats. And every year, he's averaged at least 1.5 steals. And he averaged two steals last year. Yeah. That's crazy. Those are insane I don't numbers. know, man. I'm still heated. No, yeah. Still heated we about that game. The Rockets are definitely one of the quote-unquote better teams in the league who we should beat easy. Like, you know how we always beat up Miami? I feel like we should beat up the Rockets like we do that. Yeah, the Rockets always they always play hard against the Celtics. Everybody plays they hard against the Celtics. always give them a hard Everybody time. Everybody yeah, comes to play. Well. Maybe it's us. I don't know, man. Like, like we always say this when, whenever we record, but, like, Chris Middleton, Evan Fournier, like, everybody just seems to shoot lights out. Oh, Chris Middleton, man. Chris Middleton's the worst. Ever since that shot he hit after Terry Rozier killed Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it's relentless. Chris Middleton especially. <sighs> Let's see. They play. They got to play the Blazers tomorrow. Lillard's not playing. I hate these West Coast. I don't have school tomorrow, and they're not playing tonight. But I have school Wednesday. They'll be on yeah, at facts. Freaking ten o'clock. I don't oh. actually have class on Wednesday, so I'm chilling. I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, we have back to back. How do you have Wednesday? How do you have Wednesdays off? I put my schedule so I have class. I have like three courses. Um, what is it? Three courses Monday. I mean, Tuesday, Thursday, and then I have courses, what is it, Monday, too. And I have an online class that I just realized I forgot to do my homework for, so I need to go do that soon. <laughs> All right. No, One sec, I gotta sneeze, so I'm gonna mute my mic. I got you. But no, man, I think something else we need to talk about is Jason Tatum. The man's a, a superstar. Like, he's he's come out as, like, the best player on the Celtics team, I think. Yeah, he's been so consistent. Over these last, over this month, right? Yeah. So like, he's. I I saw like a lot of people write earlier in the year like if he's the best player on this team by the end of the year they got a real shot. And, and he uh, is. I think he is. He is. So, like what you saw yesterday was special. Like he didn't he didn't do much in the fourth. He sat probably half. He was double teamed. So like, I mean, Cabo put put good defense on him. I can't deny it. He he missed a layup. Like he should have scored it, but yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's tough. I mean, once you get those um people guarding you as hard as Calvo Pope was guarding Tatum, and like he's getting respect. I think that's what it is. Like they respect the fact that Tatum was playing out of his mind. And so it made it tough for him, and I don't think he's used to that yet. Like, he'll get used to it eventually, because he's, I mean, he's a budding superstar. They all get used to it. Like, LeBron had to deal with people guarding him like that from the get-go. So I think once he learns to play around that, and once his teammates, I think, came out and said, like, Brown said, we need to do what we can to 
continue his improvement. Like, once his teammates learn to get open and make space for him and help him get around those tough coverages, like, I think it will be set. Yeah. He's been really improving at going to the basket. Mm-hmm. That's huge Which for him. is a big thing for him. Like, if he can just hit, like, those tough layups. I remember the one he hit against Caruso, which, I mean, Caruso's not an all-NBA defender or anything, but he had a tough, tough layup against Caruso in that game. And it was, like, at the end of the first half. And I was like, wow, this dude's special. Yeah. He, I don't know, he's just making everything he took, it seemed like. And, like I say a lot, it seems like every time he shoots the ball, it's going to go in. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's so fun to watch. That's my thing. Like, it, like I genuinely, I have an article coming out tomorrow. Like, I genuinely enjoy watching the Celtics again. Like last year, I kind of lost it. I was just like, oh, come on, man. Like, yeah, I, it's I don't real know if fun. I watch this. It's fun yeah, again. Exactly. Um, you know, they're not a bunch of uh, pricks. Uh, um, they don't have Kyrie on the team. You can root for them. Kemba seems happy to be here. Tatum and Brown seem happy to be here. I miss Al Horford, but, you know, they're giving him hell in Philly. <laughs> um, That's rough. Dude, Philly's just a mess. They're playing Atlanta right now. I think they're beating – I close. mean, it's it's Atlanta. I think they're winning by a decent amount. Unless that Atlanta came back. Is... Oh, wait. It's 94 to 96. Atlanta came back from a 12-point deficit. Oh, it's tied. It's tied. It's tied, tied now. now. Yeah. How many does Trey Young have? He is 27 and 9. Wow. I hope. Celtics need teams to lose. Low key, okay. I've been thinking this for the past little while. Do you think the Hawks could? I mean, streak into the playoffs? Maybe. <sighs> Probably they're, not. They're pretty far out. They're eight games out, but still. Yeah, if they weren't so far away, I'd say yes. Uh, let's see how many how many games are left. Got it in front of you. They've played. Let's see. They've played fifty eight. So that means there's twenty four games left. So, it's possible. Uh, it's not. It's not impossible. It's not probable, but it's not impossible. Yeah. And Orlando's been kind of bad lately. And I don't know. The Hawks are really good lately. They've won their last two. They're keeping it close with the Sixers, who, as much as they've struggled, are clearly a better team than the Hawks. I don't know. Oh yeah. For it, it seems possible. For sure. And Trey Young's, um, Trey Young's insane. I mean, I wouldn't want to play Atlanta in a playoff series. Me as neither. far as that goes, I would not want to play them. Um, I think they played the Celtics hard every game this year. They scare uh, me more than the Magic do, for sure. Magic don't scare anybody. Neither do the Nets. Actually, the, Maver- the Magic are the, the most Nets, average Nets team aren't in the NBA. Yeah, and they've been like that forever. I know, it's so sad. Like, remember when they made that Serge Ibaka trade? You know what I saw the other day? I was watching a video... By um, Six Rings of Steel. I don't know if you know who that is on YouTube. But he did... Uh, pops up my recommended yeah. sometimes, but yeah. He did most lopsided trades, or like worst trades of this decade. Apparently, the Magic... Remember when they traded for Serge Ibaka? Like, <sighs> they gave up Oladipo. And Sabonis. Oh, they were both on the Magic? Yup. Oh, and then they got traded that? to Indy again. I know. That's actually kind of crazy that they both got traded both times. I know, exactly. And you know what else has been bad? Speaking of Paul George trades, because I feel like the Thunder lost that too since they didn't do anything with Paul George and the Pacers are decent now. The Clippers yeah. gave up so, so much for Paul George. 
Yeah, they did. I saw um, it on paper, and I was like, wow. They gave up four first-round picks unprotected, two pick swaps, Shia Gilgis and Danilo Gallinari. Yeah, I mean, if they kept those guys, I don't know. I think Kawhi wanted them to trade. I think that was, like, part of the deal. Yeah, so I understand why the Clippers did it, but it's still a but lot of stuff. If they didn't trade, imagine how good they would be. Dude, I know. If they got Kawhi still and they still had those guys, I feel like they'd be just as good. It might be even – I mean, they're still deep. This is crazy. They had a ton of stuff. I know, dude. The Clippers are so good, man. They're such a well-run organization. Like, the Chris Paul era didn't go to plan, obviously. Blake Griffin got hurt too many times. It was tough, but they transitioned perfectly. Like, I feel like us and the Clippers had great transitions from quote-unquote rebuilding. Yeah, um, I think Blake Griffin's overrated, too. Like, no, he is now, for sure. I, I Even before, like, I, I don't know, like, just never really did anything to me. You know what I mean? Like, no, I never that. won. I, I'm, I'm big on winning, so, I like, got you. when players don't win, I don't rank them very high. Like, I don't think they're that good. Like, somebody that. like Harden, like, the reason, like, I don't yeah. think he's as good as the others, even win. though I have Anthony Davis up there, but, like, he's never really won. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I get that. And Anthony and Davis has never really teams. been in Davis has never really been in the opportunity to win. Right. And now that he and is, then, he's killing it. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it just winning winning is so important to me in terms of being good that I just don't see For sure. the correlation sometimes. For sure. So do you value like who do you think's better than let me ask you this? Kyrie or Damien? <sighs> see, that's tough now. Probably about the same. I think Damien's better to player, but like it's obviously close. But I think Damien's better than. Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie. Kyrie's never won on his own. Exactly. You know like, what I'm saying? You, you can't tell me that if you put Damien there instead of Kyrie, they wouldn't have still won. Like they still would have won the championship. Right. They would have won. They might have been better off, to be honest. Yeah, facts, dude. Kyrie messes up every team he goes to. Like, I yeah, he won. Like he was good. He's a good player. He's a great basketball player, but he's a terrible locker room guy. He's a, he's ugh. He's a pest in the locker room, man. I would love to see what was actually going on. Me too. You know what I'm saying? I wish there was. Like I, video. I wish they had like yeah. I wish there was like a documentary like they were doing like <laughs> uh, like like one of those like I think Hard Knocks is what it's called. They do it for the NFL. Like they follow teams. Imagine if they did that. That'd be crazy. They probably wouldn't have footage, but like the camera people would know. Yeah, no, for sure. It's I, dude. I wonder if it was like blown out of proportion. Like, I understand it was bad, but I wonder if the media blew it out of proportion. I have to assume they did a little bit, but, like, I wonder just how bad it was. Like, was it like a Jimmy Butler in Minnesota situation? Like, he was bullying the team. Or was it just, like, like, disagreements? Because they seem cool. Like, Jason Tatum and Kyrie, like, hugged when they played each other. So they seem, like, fine. I just don't know. I mean, you look, just look at the difference, I guess. No, he's not here. I guess that can tell you yeah, how bad it was. Yeah, I mean, and you got to look at how good the Nets are without him, too. Yeah, like, I saw people, like, clamoring for that with Kemba. Like, saying, like, they're better without Kemba. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just haven't played anybody good. And that was the narrative last year, too. They still, like, Kyrie wouldn't sit big games, usually. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't, I don't really know how fair either of those are. But this year, like, he's been out a lot, so you can kind of tell. And I think it's different, too. I saw, like, that same thing. And you have to see, like, we're good this year with and without Kemba. Last year, we weren't as good with Kyrie as we were without him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, a lot of people will say, like, the ball would stick. And it's true. Like, now, 
like Gordon Hayward's usually the primary uh, facilitator. So you got Kemba, Tatum, Brown, even Tice spotting up to shoot. It's a lot easier than watching Kyrie dribble for 20 seconds. Exactly, dude. Kyrie just didn't pass the ball. Like, he averaged his assists, but that was only on, like, I don't know, man. It just seemed like he was unwilling to give anybody else a chance. Especially in the playoffs. Especially in the playoffs. The playoffs is brutal. It just, it's kind of tough because if you go back and look, it looks like nobody came to play. Yeah. Not just him. I think we just all mentally gave up last year. Maybe we'll find out, like, in like ten, ten years from now, <laughs> years happened. Yeah, no, something like something will come up, and like when they're all retired, and they'll be like, "Yeah, no, Kyrie said this to me," and then it'll all be in the back up in the media again. Ugh. They're like, "Yeah, that guy." <laughs> Dude, I bet wasn't Jalen Brown at the forefront of that. Like he came out at the media and said, "Yeah, Kyrie's." Telling us that like we need to stop or like we need to get traded or some shit. I think he said something like that. I, I don't I don't remember, but uh, it's definitely some. He had some kind of yeah, they sure. they had problems for sure. I feel like low key at the start of Marcus's career, like Marcus Smart, he was always being like held back by everybody and he was the initiator. But I feel like ever since then, he's become a sort of like chill out guy like he he keeps it together for everybody else you know what i mean yeah i feel like he was a big part of like yeah he was like a peacekeeper him and tatum are like peacekeepers. i wish tatum. they would just make him the captain i really would <laughs> do we not i don't think we have a captain right now do we they haven't had a captain since rondo yeah under brad stevens they they've only had rondo and that was very brief so i think stevens smart. doesn't seem like a captain type guy but they, they should really do it i think they should make it smart um, yeah. Most teams don't have captains, do they? Or do they just have them and no one knows? Uh, I don't think it's a common thing. But I don't know. It's just something that like the Celtics have had. And uh, Yeah, like it was, was kind it? of important. It was Pierce and then Rondo or something? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know, man. Uh, Smart definitely deserves it out of anybody. Um, But yeah, moving on. Like, this Kemba thing. Are you mad at Nick Nurse? Do you blame Nick Nurse or do you blame Kemba? Or what? Do you, what do you What do you think? No, I don't. I don't really think that makes a difference. I mean, I blame Kemba. I guess if yeah. you really want to like blame somebody, like he could have said he didn't want to play the game or he didn't think he could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody knew it could get this bad. I think it's kind of just like surprising everybody that this happened. Like, I think Brad Stevens obviously, if he knew this could happen, he wouldn't have let Kemba play in the game. Yeah, I, I don't think he would either. Um, I, I sure hope he's okay for the playoffs. I saw someone say that maybe we should pull a uh, a move where we just don't play Kemba, like rest him up for the playoffs. But I, I don't think the Celtics would do something like that because we need to push for the second seed too. So <sighs> Yeah, I mean, what are they going to do though? Like who who's going to see all the minutes? Like the seeding's still important right now. You know, it's not like they're Milwaukee and they're clinched. Exactly. Clinched. Milwaukee's already clinched the playoffs, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, who are you going to give his minutes to? Like you said, like, Wanamaker? Like, he can't play that much in, like, a push. Yeah. He, I think Kemba – we'll definitely see Kemba again before the season ends. For sure, like, 100%. He'll probably be back in the next couple of weeks, I'd, I'd say. 
I hope so. Um, I saw Greeny tweet out, like, it's KG all over again in 2009. Yeah. Like, that's kind of scary because, like, I was I was a kid then, so I don't really remember. But, like, pretty sure, like, they were saying he'd be fine, and then he wasn't. So, uh, it's not, not good. No. <laughs> Dude, that makes me so nervous. We can't, we can't be missing Kemba for the playoffs. We've had too many injuries this year. Oh, the injuries can just pound Sam, man. Like... <sighs> So we might be the most unlucky team in the NBA. Is it unlucky, though, or is it the training staff? Dude, at this point, I don't know. The Pacers are having a bunch of problems, too. You see Jeremy Lamb tore his ACL? No, I didn't see that, yep. but that's crazy. I don't know. It, it's just like, I can count, like, every player that's been injured. Let's see. We've had Kemba's been hurt for a little bit. Smart's missed games. Tatum's missed games. Brown has missed games. Tice, Cantor's missed games. Uh, it just doesn't end. Robert Williams yeah. has been out for months. Yeah, really. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's still a while away. But, I mean, he should be fine, right? Like, it's yeah. still like two months. I mean, it's not all like freak accidents. Like, Hayward, you can't blame anybody for that. That was just like no, a horrible that was thing unlucky. that happened. Yeah. But like, stuff like Kemba's knee and Kyrie last year and... I don't know, Brown's nagging injuries and Robert Williams being out for this long. I feel like at some point, like you said, you got to look at the people who are managing this. Like, what What the hell? What's going on? Yeah, because, like, <clears throat> if you could probably blame the training staff for the All-Star game, to be honest. Yeah. You know, they have to clear them, so. They should have said something. Like, if anybody was to know that this could possibly happen, it would be them, right? Like, they're the professionals. Yeah, they're supposed to know that, and they don't. So... <sighs> So frustrating, bro. Like, we're such a good team, and our stars have played, what, like 15 or less games together this season? That's crazy. Right. Like, if we had Kemba in that Lakers game last night, you can't tell me that you don't think we would have won. Like, I feel like we still would have won that game. Well, even if they just had him for, like, the last six minutes, it <laughs> exactly. because they couldn't double-team Tatum. Take pressure off Tatum. Like, and I feel like Brown could emerge to be one of those guys that could take pressure off Tatum. Like, he's good enough, or he will be good enough. But it's just like, it's Kemba right now, and we need Kemba on the floor. Yeah, I am I mean, Brown Brown has his moments, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's hot, he's hot. But when he's not, I feel like it takes him a little while to get back into it. He still had a solid day yesterday. He made that big three. Yeah, no, after missing his, like, two before that, like, that was clutch. I was like, oh, no, Brown's going to miss again, then he drained it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. When he's in the corner, man, I always think it's going to go in. Yeah, no, he's solid from the corner especially. I think from the wing he's not as good. Tatum's disgusting from the wing. Yeah, he doesn't shoot a lot from the corner, but, like, when he gets the ball up top, you know it's going in. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, when he, like, had that little step back, Damian Lillard-esque three against Davis, like, right over him, that was that was beautiful. Yeah. It's just, he, he just... Like, you can't defend it. Like you said, just, you just think it's going in whenever he shoots it. Yeah, and it's really great to have, like, multiple guys like that on the team. Like, Kemba, I always think it's going to go in two. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's that's what we're talking about. If he was healthy yesterday, it would have been different down the stretch. It might have been different leading up to it. You don't know. But like, For sure. Because, you know, Tatum wouldn't have had to do what he did. Then how does that affect everything else? I don't know. It, it's tough to say because everything has an effect regardless, both yeah, ways. Butterfly effect, man. You never know. But I, especially without Kemba, like I think it was a good game either way. But especially without our 
like one of our top dudes. That was just a solid effort yesterday. I can't I can't really complain aside from a couple questionable calls by the ref. And like you said, and I say like not one for excuses, but it was a solid game. Like we should have won, but overall, I'm not going to complain about the performance. No, like you can't really complain. Like if you want a nitpick, you can pick on the bench. Yeah, bench has got to be better. I mean, for sure, it, it is what it is. When when they're healthy, you got smart off the bench. So it's a little different. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Because like when you have so to like, put smart in the starting lineup, then our bench just clearly isn't as good. Yeah, like I I love Kemba, mm-hmm. but like if you really really want to think about it, I feel like they could have traded Kemba for like Towns or somebody. That's one yeah. person. I just feel like Smart can step in and be fine. I think he's really good at uh, interesting facilitating. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I'm not. I'm not rallying for it. No, it's yeah, it's like one of those things. I feel like he's one of the most expensive people that they have at this point, maybe because like now that Tatum is clearly the best guy, you got to think about. You know what? Think about this: Hayward and Kemba are, like, so much older than the rest of our core. Like, Smart's not young, but he's, like, what, 25, 26? Tatum's 21, turning 22. Brown's 23. Like, yeah, that's all young. And then you got these two 30-year-olds who are, like, they're great players. Like, I love Hayward and Kemba. Like, I don't want to trade them. But if you're going to trade anybody, I'm not trading Tatum. I'm not trading Brown. I don't want to trade Smart. Like, what are you going to do? I probably would have traded Tatum for Davis back in the summer really? because I wasn't really sold on Tatum oh, because I... he like I like we we talked about this uh, probably like a month ago now. Yeah. Um, we talked about like Tatum or Brown, right? And I was really sold on Brown because he's more efficient. But now Tatum's really starting to become an efficient player. Facts. Yeah. And like we say, like you think it's going to go in every time he shoots. So like now, I would certainly not trade Tatum, but before I would have been. Like, I've only been sold, sold on Tatum for, like, two months. I got you. I was not up for the Davis trade. I was saying, like, maybe I was probably more obliged to trade Brown. I was like, yeah, Brown and anybody but uh, Smart and Tatum I'll give up for Davis. I don't really care. But, like... Yeah, it's, like, the tough thing when you talk about trades is, like, Smart's always in there because of the money. I know. And, like... He's so better You're not getting them. Exactly. (laughs) Like he's not leaving. If Ainge ever captain, traded you him, don't touch him. I would riot. I don't think he would. No, I don't think he can. It, like people will be like, he traded Isaiah. But yeah, but like he was here for like three much... years. That's different. Well, not even that. Like they're just different. The rarity of them is different. Exactly. Like, Players get... like Smart don't come around all the time. Exactly. Isaiah, you literally traded him for like. Probably a better version of himself. Yeah, facts. Except for the whole, like, you know, locker room part, but... Right. We didn't know right. that at the time. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I hope Bad you guys buddy. will have me back next summer. Fucking <laughs> clown noises five seconds later. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was... Fucking prick. Facts, dude. Like, don't say something. And then, oh. and then he was like... My grandfather died, so I forgot how to act. Like, no. I say his sister died, and he played the next day. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry for your loss. Like, that's awful, man. But that shouldn't change your personality. Like, it sucks. And, like, you mourn, and the team will mourn with you. And if you'd handle that a little better, like, 
if you had handled not even like the death of your grandfather, just handled yourself overall better that season, I think the city would have mourned with you and we would have rallied behind you like we did with Isaiah. But like you don't just become a different person because of an event. I don't know. It's yeah. It was a tough situation, I guess. I can't blame him. Like the loss of a family member is never easy, but he was just he was yeah. Just I mean, not like ready for Boston lifestyle. My parents are old, so I never had a relationship with my grandparents. So I really don't know what it's like. Yeah. to lose one like that. So like, I really can't talk. But like, just if you, I mean, everyone deals with grief differently. Like, mm-hmm. You got to be fair, but like, you're say you're. You're saying that to the uh, the wrong fan base. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Because we've we've had situations like that. Like you said, Isaiah, his his sister passed away, and he was playing the next day. Like I, I don't know. Paul Pierce got stabbed eleven yeah. times <laughs> and played every single game, Fast. and I'm pretty sure they made the conference finals that year. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like. It, Boston has seen so many players go through some some tough stuff, and just to have a guy come in and have an event happen, and then I don't even know if it was like directly related to that event, but just the way Kyrie acted, like in Boston, was just something that doesn't fly with Boston fans. Yeah, you, you just don't you don't do that. Like I don't know. It's just something about the organization. Like there, there's a history. How you're supposed to act. What it means to be a Celtic. Like stuff like that. Like you don't no, like no love say lost. you want your number in the rafters and then play like like you're miserable. Like exactly. you don't do that in the playoffs. Like I honestly did not think he was going to leave because of how poorly he played. Yeah, I like I did come not back. think he could. I I did not think he could like leave like that. Yeah, and like I mean he really can't. Like he's getting. People don't really. I mean, he didn't play a lot this year, but like, he's not getting a ton of respect. No, not a chance. He's getting. I feel like people are starting to realize in Brooklyn, like, wait, this wasn't a one a one time thing. Like, he's actually just an awful locker room guy. Right, dude. It just the way he like. Like I understand a lot changes over the course of a season, but you can't say like. If you got like to your, an entire group of Boston fans and the entire Celtics fan base, if you guys will have me, like I'd love to come back next year. I want my jersey up in those Raptors, and then like twelve months later, he's like, "That doesn't mean anything." I'm like, "Dude, that means everything. That means yeah, literally you, you everything." You don't go back on that. Like you, you can't do that. Like that was the first article on my site was when he said that. Dude. And I was like, "Oh, this is pretty good stuff. I think I'll write about it." Exactly. And then it wasn't true. So, dude. Even if he had, like, gone back on it in, like, a more, I don't want to say nicer way, but, like, a more realistic way. Like, not saying, like, oh, my word doesn't mean anything. Like, you just destroyed your entire, like, my entire respect for you. Like, if you had said, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. Like, a lot changes over the course of the season. I just don't know if this is the right fit for me. Like, then I'd be, like, like, I'd still be pissed, but I wouldn't be as pissed as you saying, like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, I don't have to hold my word on that. Like, what? Yeah, um, you know what's weird is I know he did it. Oh, he talked to Koozie with the passing of the torch, but uh, if I want to talk about that real quick, like they had Tatum talk to Tommy, and I, I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Me neither. No, I've seen it though. I meant to watch it, but I haven't yeah. done it yet. And like he talks to Tommy, you think like people that aren't from here like care about Tommy? You think they like respect him as much? 
I feel like they don't. Like, I feel like Tatum does not care for Tommy at all. Like, not that he doesn't like he doesn't like him, but like he doesn't like have that meaning i guess no yeah no tommy it's just like i obviously didn't watch him as a player but like him as an announcer he's iconic like tommy dude, come on now he was nasty as a player yeah like someone like if you look back at like the stats he would put up like sometimes he's nasty and like uh he was a coach too so there's that i don't know i mean that's interesting that you say that i feel like Maybe guys like Grant Williams don't understand it yet, but I feel like once they're in the organization for a while, like Smart, I feel like has a big respect for Tommy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I saw Tatum, like, I saw a clip, and, like, he was, like, it's, he said something along the lines of, like, everything you've done playing. And, like, I, I thought to myself, like, do they even care about that? Because, like, people will say, like, on Twitter, and it's different. Because, yeah. like, on Twitter, people say, like, the WNBA is trash, and whether you feel like it is or not, like, NBA players will, like, defend it hard. Like, they'll be like, no, like, they're still, like, very skilled, talented, exactly, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So, like, do they feel the same way about, like, the the Russell era players, like, that were, like, borderline plumbers? <laughs> I don't know. Man. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, for sure. I feel like... It's tough to, to compare eras, especially when everyone wants to compare, like, Jordan and Wilt and all these players in, like, a list. It's tough because it was so different because I think it's clear that those players did have it easier. Like, the Wilt Chamberlains of the world, like, the guys you're competing against are, like, six foot one, like, the next tallest player. That's, like, you can't compare that to the type of NBA. I saw a meme, I think it was, or, like, a little a clip. I think it was Jesser on YouTube did a clip with his um, his friends, Moochie. And he was like, the 1940s, or maybe it was Mopey, I don't know, the 1940s basketball, is like, these players, like, missing a couple layups and, like, just dribbling really hard. And then it's like, sixth graders nowadays are, like, dunking. Like, you can't compare the eras of basketball. You can't. Um, I know we talked about this before, mm-hmm. but, like, I'll take it to my grave that Bill Russell's the GOAT. Like, he won 11 times. <laughs> like, you don't win 11 times. Like, I don't understand why people, like, try and discount it. Like, I don't discount whether it. Whether or not there were... 30 teams or however many it was. Well, I don't think it was eight teams. I think it was more than that. Uh, like, he still had to win every single time oh, yeah. as the best player on the best team. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like when I take into account GOAT status, I'm, I'm like, he's obviously, like, a GOAT. Like, he's one of the best to ever do it. I'm not denying that, but, like... I, I don't expect like, everyone uh, to agree. Like, I understand, like... You could say, like, you put him in today's game, he wouldn't be as good. And you're yeah. like, yeah, probably not. But, like, it's a different good. game. He'd probably be like, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely uh, it's definitely a debate. Like, how much do you weigh championships? I know last time you mentioned, like, you can't weigh, like, Robert Ory's championships the same as Bill Russell's. Because if Bill you're Russell the best player yeah. on the best team, it's different. You have to remember, though, I'm pretty sure, like, Bill Russell played with – I don't want to say a super team, but, like, he had... No, yeah, they they were nasty. Yeah. yeah. But, like, he was still the best player yeah, on that yeah, team yeah. with all of those star players. Like, yeah. Like, he was the guy. Like, like they had Tommy and uh, Havlicek, Kuzi. So, like, yeah, they were nasty. But, like, he was still the best out of all <laughs> of those names. I think so that's like, the same reasoning you're giving. Like, he won 11, yeah. But, like, I feel like maybe winning six like Jordan did might be the equivalent of the era of basketball he played. And winning, like, what is it, three LeBron has might be the equivalent of Jordan's six. Or, like, Durant's three could be the equivalent. You know what I mean? 
Like it, it, basketball yeah. only gets harder. Like literally, the competition. It only does only gets get harder. harder. You're absolutely right. But like you said, like Celtics were a super team. You're right. So were the Bulls. So were LeBron's teams. So were like the they Warriors. were all nasty. Yeah. The Warriors too. The Warriors were nasty. When's the last so, like, time a super team didn't win the championship? Like it wasn't a super uh, team. Probably the Pistons. Dallas. Oh Dallas, yeah, facts Dallas. Or I feel like the Spurs were a super team. Even Toronto, point. Toronto last year. Yeah, I guess they weren't a super team. Yeah, that I feel like they ended the super team era. Yeah, like I don't and think like, there's any. Now super it's teams not like year. that anymore. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, the closest thing you could compare to a super team is the Celtics. They have four guys that can give yeah. you twenty every night. I don't know. I don't. I, I honestly don't think there are any super teams anymore. I think they're gone. And it's good like that because it's more interesting. It's more open. Like it makes there's more an actual debate. Like I don't know who's gonna win, and I love that. Like I will genuinely watch every round of the playoffs, no matter who's playing now, because I'm just genuinely curious to see who could win. Yeah, and like after you know, people will say like the Celtics aren't real contenders, but like <laughs> yeah. after these last couple weeks, they they come to play when it's time to play. Facts, dude. The Celtics you know, can do whatever they want now. Like I feel like they can make a run. Let's see. They gotta go to Milwaukee in probably like a week, week and a half. We have two more weeks. games against Milwaukee, I think. Right. So they play Milwaukee. Come on, man. I just had this. Are you kidding me? I don't know. Uh, they play them twice, though. I said they play Milwaukee March twelfth. So okay. you will see. It's in Milwaukee. Um. I hope they come to play. I mean, I can't guarantee they will because last time they played Milwaukee, they really didn't come to play for yeah. like the second half, and they did. But like, um, these are the games that like they got to prove themselves. Like, like I don't mind that Kemba's going to sit out <clears throat> probably these next two games. Yeah, but like if he's going to play, he should have played yes. You know, exactly. he's going to play the big ones. That's what I'm saying. I don't mind if you. I mean, if he's actually hurt, like you don't want to be hurt, like blah blah. blah. But like if he's more, if it's more rest. Like that's what concerns me the most. Like I feel like Brad would have played Kemba in a lot of the times. Like if he was just a little hurt against the Lakers, but the fact that he sat against sat out against the Lakers concerns me a little bit. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I'm not super worried. Like he's on the road trip. Exactly. Yeah, he's not in Boston rehabbing. He's with the team. I don't know. I feel like going back to the Milwaukee thing, we play them twice more. I feel like even if we just split that, like go one and one, that means we tie them on the season. We go two and two. I I see that as a win. Like they're a super team and they only have eight losses. So if they finish the season, like let's say they finish with 70 wins, they have 10 losses. If we're a fifth of their losses, just the Celtics, that's a dub. Well, yeah, like I don't know, man. Like, like I say, the Celtics come to play when, when, when they play a good team, they show up. Exactly, yep. Play up to their competition, play down to their competition. That's that's your motto. That's your motto. (laughs) They play Portland without Lillard tomorrow. Expect a close game. Uh, (laughs) Play Utah. They'll come to play. Utah's nasty. I think Utah's, like, really, really good. Uh, I don't watch them. It's just a matter if Mitchell can uh, pick it up in the playoffs again. They're so good. Like, they, they might surprise some people. I agree. I'd agree with you on that one. I don't know, man. NBA is just so fun to watch this year. I'm genuinely excited for the playoffs, as much as I don't want the season to end. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm starting to get bored, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. Dude, I'm ready for some real basketball, man. These off days get longer and longer. They're out west, man. Like, I, I want to rip my hair out. 
I'm just so desperate for like a normal seven o'clock Celtics game. You know what I mean? Like I just want a seven p.m. Celtics start time. Imagine living on the West and like it's like oh they play at four today. Lucky, so lucky. Yeah. Like the latest game you'll ever have to deal with is maybe like a what a seven thirty when it's a ten thirty games here. Like Jesus. yeah, that's what it is. Because like they don't start at eight there. Exactly. Yeah. That's so. That's so nice. Then again, I don't think I'd ever want to live in California, dude. It's so hot there. Like, I love the snow. I like the cold. Maybe that's me. I, I like New England uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to leave. Exactly. So. Except, especially because if I ever went anywhere else, like, like, this is a big thing for me, as stupid as it might sound. Like, I, I don't think I'd ever want to live anywhere else because then I couldn't go to Celtics games. I, like, that's a no, genuine, like, genuine absolutely. Thing. Yeah, you don't want to not be there. Away games blow. Like, you don't want to go to an away game. Facts. That's what I'm saying, man. You know what they need to do, which would be lit, is, um, like I said before, like, I'm a big soccer guy. When when you watch soccer, they have away fan sections. If, yeah. See, I would be down to go to an away game if they had that. Yeah, like when you went to high school Wada. basketball games at, like, away games, they had a whole section for you, or, like, college games. Right, they have a section. Like, mm-hmm. they should have that in the NBA. Like, That'd the Celtics sick. play – who they play? They play Denver, right? And there was there's always a lot of Celtics fans in Denver. Exactly, So, like, yeah. they just need to, like, squat them up in one section. Be fun. That'd be dope. Or – I Where else? They were playing games. somewhere else, and there were chants on the road. Like, they were – Orlando, there was a lot. Like, behind uh, one basket, stick a fan section. Yeah, that or behind the bench, or even up in even up in the uh, nosebleeds, whatever you want to give them. Like, that'd be sick. I'd definitely yeah. do that. That'd be dope. Um, Damn. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be hype. I'm just I so, love that. I'm so excited for Celtics basketball, like, down the stretch. Like, Tatum – like, there's so many storylines, like – I wrote an article, as I said earlier, like called A Letter to the Celtics about how like I'm genuinely so happy to be a Celtics fan now. There's just so many storylines to follow, like Tatum's emergence into superstardom, Taco Fall, literally anything he does. Like there's just so much to look forward to. I'm just yeah. so happy. Like so grateful to be a Celtics fan. Celtics have a tough schedule coming. Yeah, dude. I'm excited though. I like watching the good games. Oh, I do too. That means, like I say, they'll they'll come to play. So, yeah, man. They, huh. they played Miami twice towards the end. Milwaukee twice. It's tough. Milwaukee twice, man. I'm excited to play Milwaukee, but at the same time, like I don't know. I just feel no, like yeah. Milwaukee's like Houston. Like they they just have like Celtics number. They kind yeah. of. They, I mean, they have they, everybody's they, number. Yeah, no, they do. <laughs> they do. Eight losses, dude. That's. That's dumb. That's just stupid. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, this is a good place. I think we can wrap it up a little bit. I'm right, loving, cool. loving Celtics basketball. Uh, anything you want to say to end it off? Um. Yeah, like we all got robbed yesterday of a uh, uh, weird Celtics recap. I did have one coming. Mm-hmm. I, my corpse was going to be in front of the computer. <laughs> I was going to be doing my best. Oh, man, I'm sick. <laughs> oh man uh, I'm gonna link all of Sam's stuff in the tweet and uh, in the description of the podcast so uh, go follow him Parquet Press on Twitter all that stuff um, yep yeah thanks for listening to From the Rafters uh, see you guys next time peace <laughs>